0: Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of Working Title. <laughs> and today we'll be discussing Blonde and Marilyn Monroe as a public figure and kind of icon in general. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, very, very controversial movie. huh?
1: Really? I haven't heard about the controversy. Well, I heard about the rating thing, mm-hmm. but yeah. Uh, what controversies are you talking about?
0: Well, basically the ratings. I mean the rating is a is a big kind of reflection of that. Um you know, our kind of standard many times is Letterboxd, as we've yeah. seen many times, and <laughs> it's got a 2.2 rating in Letterboxd. Um and the reviews yeah. are very very much oriented towards like the movie not doing justice to blonde to uh, Marilyn as a figure, as a, as a yeah. woman that had so much more agency in her life than what the movie yeah. is supposed to show. Um, and also, these are like the m- kind of mainstream mm-hmm. arguments that I've seen uh, in general that I've heard around. Like also kind of, you know, what the movie is criticizing in the end, which is the exploitation of Marilyn Monroe as a, as a woman and kind of like sex yeah. symbol. Um, basically, they're arguing that that's what the movie is doing yet again um so i've seen that especially um from women like a lot of women did not like this movie and from like friends i've talked about this with
1: yeah i mean for me so as i mentioned like when we talked and whatever about this episode about doing this episode I really like Marilyn Mm because as an actress, it's like kind of the first big star, right? Big female star. And if you see her movies, they're not that like, they're not the type of actress we know nowadays. She did a lot of comedies and Mm -hmm. she played the blonde stereotype. And I do believe that like blonde, bimbo, stupid-ish type of thing comes like mainly you know, we we remember that stereotype because of her and mm-hmm. the movie she, she did. And she did some movies in the later stage of her life um, that were more like acting like we know nowadays. Mm-hmm. I think Blonde did skip over that. And I think the relationship she has with uh, Arthur Miller, which in the movie is played by uh, Adrian Brody, was mm-hmm. not like for me that relationship was very defining like defined her as an artist later on and wasn't explained whatsoever okay and then the last act about the kennedys and whatever i think that was like yeah they kind of i felt like i really enjoyed the movie i Mm -hmm. liked it i think it had some interesting points but for me the ending was like so dark in the sense that she did lose all agency, I think mm-hmm. well, her fight was like gaining agency, mm-hmm. but it didn't seem like a fight at the end. it just seemed like she was just on drugs and like fucking the president, which I think was like yeah, yeah. I don't know, but did you I think
0: but i I have like two things from what you just said um one is, did you really like did you th- i felt like There was no agency really since the beginning like i did not feel that she was losing it like i did not feel there was a fight since the beginning i thought in that sense it was kind of um like stable not really changing throughout the movie um so when you mean by the end like what part do you mean specifically
1: like well What I mean is not, like, in terms, I think, in terms of her life, her Mm -hmm. goal as Mm -hmm. an artist, and that's why it's so sad, she tried to gain agency. She started out as not having anything, and I Mm -hmm. think that beginning does reflect that part of her life quite, like, accurately, but I think, um... With, like, the Arthur Miller thing, I think their relationship was, like, way darker than the movie portrays. Like, it's kind of this thing about, like, the baby and whatever, which I don't know about Marilyn. I haven't, like, seen that much, like, through the movies and readings Mm -hmm. and documentaries I've seen. I did not know this thing about being a mother. Maybe it's accurate. I don't Mm -hmm. know. But that relationship with me was more defined of, like, her saying, you shouldn't view me as yourself like arthur miller don't see me as a bimbo dumb
0: mm-hmm. thing
1: i'm more than that and that like blonde did not reflect that mm-hmm. you know yeah. in a way. yeah so no i see. think no sorry continue yeah i think yeah also she wasn't in an asylum like uh for a while and i think with the whole arc they did with the mother, for me, I expected her at some point to go in there. Because the mm-hmm. person, like, Joe DiMaggio also, like, brought her there. Whatever. It's a very interesting story. But I think the ending with the president, for me, just made her look like she became a prostitute. Mm-hmm. Which I don't think it's the story. Because mm-hmm. she did, like, set up a production company on her, under her name to mm-hmm. gain more salary and she fought for like her salaries and getting paid like she was properly due and i think that's where the movie lost me because i was like my interpretation of her life because i think at the end of the day we all interpret from like x like little pieces we get from here and there Mm -hmm. her life i think that movie just made her look like she was just at the end of her life, like having sex with the president.
0: Yeah, but I mean that's the that's that's kind of the main main criticism that I've that I've kind of heard around, because um, it is tricky in the sense that um, from what uh, like the resources we have, apparently this kind of idea, this kind of uh, blonde stupid bimbo that she played mm-hmm. in 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 her roles. Yeah. Apparently, like. Marilyn was aware of that, of course, but mm-hmm. also um, created that persona as a public yeah. figure outside mm-hmm. of movies. Um, so it wasn't that it wasn't that she wasn't like that; that she was like that, like as a person. But that she contributed yeah. to that kind of e- like alter ego uh, mm-hmm. um, publicly, you know. Um, but of course, we don't know how much of that was fabricated, how much of that was kind of. A symptom of, of of being portrayed like that um, yeah. by the public, and so many people argue that she wasn't like that, in like in essence, you know. But yeah, and that the movie kind of sh- suggests that she was, but at the same time, I feel like the movie reflects quite well how she has a lot of the trouble differentiating yeah. who she is as a person, who she is as a movie star, you know, and that kind of constant not knowing, like that scene she has with um, the ex-baseballer, uh, Bobby, yeah. what's what, what, what was Joe
1: DiMaggio. Joe yeah.
0: DiMaggio, yeah. Um, like her saying, I don't know what's the scene, I don't know what's reality. I think that's yeah. something that was kind of implied in the movie and mm-hmm. um, maybe it wasn't exploited as much as the public would have liked to. But I think that was kind of suggested. And I think also um, mm-hmm. the main problem here in this movie is that what we were saying in last episode about biopics. Um, yeah. You can choose how to do a biopic. And this is not a movie about her actual life. It's yeah. a movie about a novel that was yeah. written by a person who clearly stated that it was a fiction, an interpretation yeah. of her life. So she used... I don't remember her um, her name right now, the the author, but mm-hmm. she used uh, Marilyn Monroe as a figure to kind of create this story. You know, she just used her as a as a protagonist. You know, to kind of yeah give herself complete creative freedom. And it is clearly stated in her original novel that it is not like an accurate um, story, mm-hmm. so, like an accurate representation of her life. And so then it was an adapted screenplay. You know, of based an adapted, of an adapted novel, novel yeah. you know? So mm-hmm. it is not an adaptation of her life. It is an adaptation of a novel that was already fiction, you know? Yeah. So I think many people kind of skip that part um, mm-hmm. and just are, again, so obsessed with accurate represent- representation of someone's life. I think here what the director wanted to do was take an aspect of her life, which in the end is the case that she was you know, sexualized, um, seen as this non-person, and kind of exploit how that affected her,
1: you know? Mm -hmm. I think for me, yeah, talking of, like, relating it to the other episode we did, right? For me, Marilyn is the example of, like, between Spencer and Mm. Elvis. It's right in the middle Mm. because it has a lot of stylistic choices Mm -hmm. that, like, Elvis had. And the story, I think, for me, it's a, like, you know, loose interpretation. And for me, I enjoyed the movie because going into it, I don't know why, but I didn't expect, like, this is Marilyn's life because I Mm. think... That has been done over and over, and we have those movies, we have those biopics, Mm -hmm. we have those documentaries. For me, it was more a story of a woman that has a lot of issue with men. Mm -hmm. Because for me, the connecting thread was like finding her dad, because at Mm -hmm. the end, it almost feels like she dies because she discovers that her dad never wanted Mm -hmm. her in her life. And the whole thing with daddy, of calling her partners daddy, which to me was so freaky. And, like, Mm -hmm. I think a lot of the rejection of women, especially feminist women of this century, is, like, there's such a, oh, no, she can't be like that. She can't have those, like, super clear issues of, like, Mm -hmm. it's not because your dad abandoned you that you should seek this, like, dad figure in all your partners, Mm because that's kind of, you know, what she does with Joe DiMaggio, with mm-hmm. even, like, um, Arthur Miller, and all her partners in the end, even the fucking, the two Those, guys, yeah. one yeah. of them pretends to be her father. Mm-hmm. So I think for me, it was more of a story of how she struggled to deal with how manhood viewed her. Mm-hmm. And her thing about, like, being Marilyn and, you know, Norma Jean at the same time is kind of the dilemma that all the stars at that, like, in that era had. I don't know Mm -hmm. if it was, like, Greta Garbo, you know, there was this saying of, like, oh, they wake up with, like, Mm -hmm. me. They go to bed with Marilyn, but they wake up with Norma Jean kind of thing. And I think that's the dilemma of that movie. Yeah. Which is not, like, her story as, like, accurate. Because otherwise you would have the president scene, you know, where she sings happy birthday. All of that is not presented. Yeah. So I do think you shouldn't go into that movie expecting a biopic. Yeah. And I think that's the marketing that sold it as something different than it was.
0: Yeah. Do you think that the marketing sold it as a more accurate representation of Marilyn's life? Yeah, yeah maybe. Because, I mean, yeah, I don't know. because. But at the same time, I think that, remember that like, the trailers were very subtle, you know? And they were all, like, remember that little teaser that we got? Mm-hmm. It was, like, just her looking at the mirror. It was a very dark um, scene, you know? And it was yeah. very much, like, playing with that reflection of her. So I... We, we were talking about it, remember? That we had... That we got the feeling there was going to be more towards... Like, more a Spencer kind of biopic than Elvis. Yeah. Um, but... um yeah, I don't know. That's I, I agree with you. And I think I came into this movie, or I kind of assumed throughout the movie, like mm-hmm. accepted throughout the movie, that this was a, a representation of a fictionalized Marilyn, not yeah. the actual Marilyn, you know? And
1: yeah.
0: having that in mind, then you're much freer to kind of accept what, mm-hmm. the de- what, what, what the movie's kind of letting itself do, you know? And to be honest, I also think, you know movie freaks or people that like more for example stylistic choices and original choices i think this movie was really cool in many of those senses you know like the baby suddenly like talking all the time and you see like a random baby and then like the shifts between black and white and color and the costumes and everything was like maximalist in terms of editing Mm. and and like shots quite ambitious but didn't feel maximized in the way Elvis felt with like a lot of like production yeah. and everything. This was a more kind of like orda- organic um, and like aesthetically beautiful uh, way of using mm-hmm. like resources, you know? Um, and that is definitely I feel like one of the also ambitions in the movie is the cinematography and the stylistic choices which is something I think many people don't care about, you know?
1: Um, yeah. I mean, for me, the thing, the main difference of it uses the like language of Elvis, right? This maximalist thing, as you mm-hmm. said, but it serves the purpose of the story mm-hmm. because the switches between black and white and color kind of sometimes felt like the psychology of Maryland. Yeah. Like now you're on the screen. Now it's the real life. And yeah. for me, I completely when they introduced the character of Adrian Brody of Arthur Miller with that like shot of new yeah. york city yeah. and that quality yeah. like for me that was just like whoa or Beautiful. the shot of joe dimaggio in black and white throughout the crowd yeah. you just get what they're feeling yeah. and it's a very yeah it, it has a lot of like stylistic choices mm-hmm. but they serve the purpose of what the character is going through Yeah, because like when everything is like crooked to the sides and these, these weird shots in the end like you just get what she's going through and what the state of her, like, you know, psychology is at.
0: I don't know. I'm I'm trying to, like, think about why it's, ha- it's had so many passionate responses. Yeah. And going back to what we were saying um, about, like, the feminists mm-hmm. of this moment, I feel like, in a way, if you look at the movie, there's so many kind of red flags of, like, anti-feminism in this movie mm-hmm. in the sense of, like, daddy issues talking about daddy issues like so explicitly right it's like daddy issues which has been something very criticized or of course i mean it's something that we have to Mm -hmm. mm, you know talk about this shit you know but it's it's a woman that clearly has daddy issues um it's a woman that it's a woman that like shows her body all the time um and i think that is a tricky part because uh we're kind of criticizing the fact that she was, you know, consumed as a sexual object in many senses. So we wanna show that. And by that, we're also showing Ana de naked all the time. So where is the balance between reproducing the attitude or serving, serving kind of the story of Marilyn, trying to convey that message of, she was seen nude many mm-hmm. times, you know? I think that has created a lot of conflict, like, to
1: what point is it necessary to have so much unity? But for me, it's interesting, because I do- when you do some research, that's the Joe DiMaggio thing of, like, her doing the, you know, skirt scene. And there is a story, like an anecdote, or like, you know, something that her makeup artist shared, that the day after that shoot, she came and she had a Black guy. So it is true, like, some parts of it are true. And the fact that she was objectified <laughs> was true. Because her career was not that much... It wasn't the career of other actresses that... What distinguished her is that she was sexualized and that was her brand. And she had those naked photos and she did them because she needed the work. So she sold her body, like, literally, because she needed the that. And, you know, I think... That blurry line is mm-hmm. is what she battled through and what Ana de Armas mm-hmm. tried to show. And the reason that it's blurry yeah. it's because it was probably blurry for her. Of yeah. trying to... I yeah. don't know, I get the debate, but also I think, you know, the nudity of it. Uh, I'm kind of like... I think Americans in general, I talked with a producer about this, they don't have a problem with... Explosions, death, shootings, da da da, and that doesn't get a rating. But you show a nipple or someone, you know, having sex, and all of a sudden it's like plus eighteen straight up, and I'm like, yeah, Ugh.
0: yeah. But it's de- but it's, but it's, there's definitely a gender dynamic in this sense, you know, because I mean there isn't that much of a of male nudity in cinema. There is a lot of female nudity. Um, because it's always been as, mm-hmm. and the society already kind of tells you, like, oh, the female body is more beautiful than the male body, you know? So if we're talking about, like, the aesthetics of a movie, then, like, that also adds, right? Because Ana de has a beautiful body, and it's very nice to look yeah. at. Um, so, mm, if it was a movie about Elvis, would there be that much nudity, you know? But at the same time, that wasn't, like, what Elvis's image was, for example. Well, kind of. I mean, he was kind of a sex symbol. In yeah, sense. I was
1: gonna say, but it was the hips, right? Yeah, it was the hips. And I do think Elvis showed that thing of the hips, of like being having to portray this Christian boy when he was like causing the sensation. Obviously, yeah, but
0: it's not. It's not nude. It's not. Yeah, I know. I know. Sense. It's not
1: the same, but mm-hmm. I think it was her brand, and it was shocking that yeah. skirt scene, like. It was was. shocking. There was a mob of people just to see her skirt go up. If you think about it, it's insane. It's
0: it's insane. It's insane. But I think that's where the tricky part is. And like you were saying where the blurry line is. Because it's like, how much of this persona was Marilyn inventing? Because I think what this movie shows definitely is that she has what we're saying. That kind of confusion of like, who is Norma Jean? Who is Marilyn... Mm -hmm like, do I want to do this kind of, yeah, that inner kind of dilemma, but, um, I think what it doesn't sometimes convey maybe is how much of a, like, control Marilyn had over this image of her, because maybe, like, she was completely conscious about it, and she just didn't care, you know, but who the fuck knows, that's another thing, because it's like, everyone kind of, believes this about Marilyn or have this idea about Marilyn but no one who is doing the movie yeah. or no one who is thinking about these things lived with Marilyn right mm-hmm. so there is also this kind of popular narrative about Marilyn and there are of course documents and everything but it's something that was like it, it struck me how many people were like oh yeah Marilyn was much more she controlled much more of her life in that sense and this just like, victimization of Marilyn or whatever and it's like how the fuck do we know her mental state i mean she can make suicide in the end and we don't not we do not know for what reasons right but i think it's so difficult to make a claim on how marilyn was
1: and i think also i do think because there was this really interesting documentary that i recommend i don't remember the title but it's on amazon and it's about you know, uh, her diaries, because she did a lot of diaries. And you can see how she wrote, and I think she was smarter than the movie made her look. Because she Mm -hmm. was a big reader, you know, she trained a lot as an actress, so I do think she actively constructed Marilyn. I don't Mm -hmm. think it was a, "Ah, ha 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 all of a sudden I'm like this, right? I do think she controlled the way she, like, walked and everything. and she was also a method actor, which the fucking movie didn't mention. But yep. I think it's an interesting point of, like, she was a big nerd of acting as well.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, they they, 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 they kind did of a show bit. this a bit yeah. of her being, like, trying, well, with Arthur Miller impressing him with, mm-hmm. like, her knowledge. But it is true that I felt like it did not come across as um, she's genuinely interested by this. Yeah. But more like, oh, she's trying to prove to others that she's not this dumb person, you know? And I think I think you see you saw a bit of that too. Like mm-hmm. I, I could believe that, Ma- that that Marilyn was actually interested in all yeah. of this, you know, actual acting. She wanted to make her wanted to have serious roles. But I don't know if this is like Anna Arma's interpretation or her directions. She always seemed seemed kind of um very low in self esteem when she was presenting these kind of things and always kind of, you know, Like, scared or not super confident when sharing these thoughts.
1: But at the same time, I'm thankful she made an active choice. And she made her Marilyn. Because Ana de Armas, like, I think was brilliant in this movie. And at least the choice were, like, choices made sense. Because, as you said, we don't know if she was confident or not. She could have been, like, really smart, really into acting or whatever, whatever. We don't know how Mm -hmm. she was, like... You know, confident wise Uh, and I think that choice made made sense of like this deeply insecure but like she turns it on like a thing of like showbiz type of thing Um, I think another point that makes this character tremendously unlikable in this century is that she did not want to sacrifice her career Uh, she wanted to sacrifice her career over having a kid Mm mhm Because she says the sentence, you killed your baby for this, after Mm -hmm. one of the, the the screening of one of the biggest movies she did. And I think that's something that no one is talking about, especially in the climate of the US nowadays, of, like, the Mm -hmm. abortion debate. That opens up a big fucking, like, conversation that no one Mm -hmm. is, like, trying to have, but I don't know. Yeah, but at the same time,
0: it's like, um... She wants she's willing to sacrifice her career for that baby, but at the same time, um, it's not just the baby, right? I think yeah. people think about um it's like her constant like that seeking of love and someone yeah. to settle with and someone to be her partner in whatever mm-hmm. sense. Partner like as a daddy, as a mom, as a romantic lover, or yeah. as a as a as a kid, you know, like. Of course, there is that um, choice of I want to have this baby and settle down. But I feel like because there is this kind of very mental and stable approach to Marilyn, it's also like oh, you just want to just want to have someone to mm-hmm. kind of hold on to, right? And having a baby is your way, your way of doing that, um, which I think is also fair, you yeah. know. But at the same time, I feel like it's kind of implying that she was just seeking for whatever to make her feel a bit more, you know, emotionally stable.
1: Um, And loved. I think she's just, but that's the thing also, I think for me, that's a choice that makes sense because to seek that level of fame, because I do think she seeked it because that doesn't happen, you know, the level of sacrifice she does even in the movie, I think it does imply that she had a desperate need to be loved. Mm-hmm. And she seek that to the audience, and when it didn't fulfill her, she went to her personal life, and when that didn't fulfill her, because they wanted to be with Marilyn and not Norma Jean, you know, yeah, she went yeah, back yeah. to the public. So I think it was an interesting thing to see how she would have been so fucked up as a mother as well, mm-hmm. and how fucked up her mother was. I think it's a really like harsh version of motherhood.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's also something maybe that um, doesn't appeal 21st century audiences because motherhood mm-hmm. today is so um, not idealized but just very very everyone wants to embrace it and 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 we're we're seeing you know we're giving like importance to mothers and and yeah. acknowledging how much of an effort that is and mm, it is true that I feel like in movies you see much more of kind of like Dad daughter abuse, but not so much mother daughter yeah. abuse, which is something I was kind of realizing at the beginning of the movie. I was like, wow, we don't usually see a mom hitting her child. Um, well, not even
1: hitting, trying to kill
0: her child. Yeah, trying to kill her, but abusing. Like, yeah, but, but I can't think of any other, like many other movies that are explaining that mother daughter relationship. Um,
1: and well, then, like, I now think... like much. Yeah. They are, but it's just, it's made them explicitly about that dynamic. Yeah. It's not, like, yeah. casually, oh, this person was determined by her abusive mother,
0: yeah. you know? and it's usually a father figure, I feel yeah. like, the abusive one, you know, because it's also that kind of, like, sexual, Any time there's that sexual aspect involved, in everything, mm-hmm. but that, I think, yeah, that doesn't appeal to, to 21st century audiences, um, and... I know, I think that's that's one of the main problems that she is a she is not fitting to that kind of female protagonist that we today are well the mainstream is kind of yeah. promoting, you know. Um but but yeah, I liked it. I I think it was a good movie. I think it was very I definitely really really enjoyed the stylistic choices. Um and what we were saying before the fact that he he decided to exploit, like, a much more psychological mm-hmm. aspect of Marilyn while still really treating the, the fact that she was, you know, America's
1: sex symbol. Yeah. Because um, that's how we remember her today, too. It is. Like, it is. You remember that. I don't know. The scene, the most iconic scene-ish, it's either when she's singing about, like, Diamonds are a girl's best friend or the skirt scene, which, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't know. It's just, I think it, it is kind of, I think it was genuinely like really interesting. And it left Mm -hmm. me with a lot of questions because usually with biopics, I go, oh, I learned something about the artist, but it doesn't Mm -hmm. make me question bigger themes like womanhood, motherhood, Mm -hmm. you know, because yeah. And I think. I I liked it, me personally, that she was Mm -hmm. tremendously unlikable at some points Mm -hmm. where I was like, can you just snap out of it? Mm -hmm. Like, don't Mm -hmm. marry this asshole of a baseball player. Mm
0: -hmm. You know? (laughs) That was very frustrating. But I think, which is a a conclusion I I come to many times when I see deranged movies, right?
1: Mm -hmm. Is
0: that um, many people do not like watching stuff that make them feel uncomfortable and yeah. this movie had many moments where it felt very uncomfortable I like found myself sometimes just kind of like moving like skipping yeah. parts because I was like I don't I mean not not skipping them completely but kind of like skipping yeah. 10 seconds because yeah. I was like nah, nah I don't want to I don't want to watch this you know like her hitting part like by Jody and DiMaggio and everything and many people do not differentiate um a good movie with enjoying like being entertained yeah and like if they did not if they felt uncomfortable if they did not have this kind of positive feelings Mm -hmm. they associated to a bad movie and of course that is reducing a lot like people's kind of criteria right but it is something i've seen you know um it is much more difficult to give five stars to a movie that left you completely empty and weird and kind of uh having loads of questions about the state of the world than a movie that made you feel amazing and and joy and and and, you know and and positivity and I think that's something that some people fail to see um so that's why I'm gonna ask you now what did you think so what is your rating in terms of expectations enjoyment and retrospect I think from one to five
1: yeah Expectations were really high, especially with the performance of Ana de Armas, I think it was like, probably four to five. Uh, Mm -hmm. Four being the like, okay, uh, it's a tricky subject, so I was like, I don't want to have a biography movie, I'm done Mm -hmm. with those so i think enjoyment of the entertaining of watching it was probably a four because i do think it's a bit long like at the mm-hmm. end i was like okay uh this is getting a bit too much like the abortion scene what the like president what the, the it was for me it was a bit overkill so i think that's why a four because at the end i was kind of like numb almost to it mm-hmm. Because we have, like, in the first 30 minutes, like, the mother trying to kill her. The rape scene with the producer. We have a lot of, like, really hardcore scenes throughout the movies. And that one was just like, I, okay, okay, mm-hmm. whatever. I'll just watch mm-hmm. it. uh And I think in retrospect, uh, I really liked it. I think it's a five because I... I love the fact that it's going to be more watched than Spencer, sadly, although I wish everyone watched Spencer, but mm-hmm. I think it's going to be almost as watched as Elvis. Uh, and I think just for that, I'm very happy because I'm i happy that it's causing so much confusion because I think then it's going to be more debated. And movies
0: like this, like this, I feel like, need to be on the main screen sometimes. Uh, it kind of breaks the the pattern of movies that we're used to seeing
1: produced by, by Netflix and watched by so many people exactly that's why I found it so interesting that a big platform that like gave so much freedom so I hope that they keep going through that direction at least with the you know the big budget movies they do because they have mm-hmm. uh, several films coming out with like big directors or big actors and I hope that they make bold choices and not just give money to any, like, you know, prefabricated story.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How about um, you? Mm-hmm. Me?
0: So, me, expectations, yeah, I had very high expectations. Um, I would say, going to the movie, yeah, 4-5, four, four like you, I would say. Mm-hmm. I was very hyped, so a 5 for that, and 4 in terms of, like, okay, I'm gonna give it a bit of... I don't wanna get my expectations too high for it to be shit afterwards. Um, then enjoyment, um, yeah, For because I did feel sometimes uncomfortable with what we were talking about with the fact that she is constantly kind of yeah. mistreated and constantly
1: put yeah. up in different
0: traumatic situations, um, which to the point that I was like, is this believable? In a sense, and maybe that comes from a privileged point of view. Yeah, like, is this is a person cannot have all of this fucking traumas happening to her? Like this is not possible. You know? I'm
1: gonna disagree with you on that one. I do think it's possible. Uh, yeah, especially no, no, no. her. I, but yeah, yeah, yeah I, I do think that it's
0: possible that. But I that think for me, having seen yeah. so many like all kinds of dimensions of trauma put into yeah. one character, I was like. Ooh. <laughs> Like is this necessary? Have we, haven't we seen? Haven't yeah. hasn't the point you know Kennedy already made with some of the other? And I agree with you with the fact that yeah. it was kind of long in the end because the the yeah. Kennedy part. I thought that we we're gonna skip it because it was so it was I so know. far on in the movie. And I was actually I was actually impressed by that. I was like, wow, good choice that because the Kennedy thing is something that is so remembered in public narrative. Which is a snippet of her life, like her singing "Happy Birthday" to a president, and yet everyone remembers that. I was like, okay, good choice that she he decided not to approach that because, yeah. because I mean, it is of course an important part, but because I mean, because it was a president, right? But not that Marilyn has so much more than the actual president. But then they chose to 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 approach it, and it was at the very end. So it was like, okay, you're gonna approach this huge thing at the end, and you're gonna do it this way. So yeah. I don't know. Um, enjoyment in that sense, yeah, a four. Yeah. Um, three, three, 3.54, I would say. And then, in retrospect, um, a four. Yeah. I would give it a four. Um, I think it, it it's, it's a necessary movie to watch, and I think mm-hmm. um, it was a hard like movie to make in that sense too, because of the love people have for, for, for Marilyn. And I think the director was very brave in many of Mm -hmm. his choices, but yeah, we, I think that's a, that's a wrap for this episode, right? Yeah, probably. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, what are we going to talk about next
1: week or the next episode? Mm, I don't know. Cause I, I've enjoyed the biopic debate, but I do think we could maybe go somewhere else like maybe yeah. an actor's career or like a director's you know best and worst films or something like that Um yeah. I think that would be very enjoyable yeah. but we can talk about it
0: definitely if you want to find out <laughs> you, have to, you have to listen to the next episode
1: so <laughs> obviously yeah so yeah bye bye